When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From props to parlays to totals and spreads, it's time for Odds and End Zones, a feature of the Fans First Sports Network. It's time to sweat it out. Here's your hosts, Ian St. Clair and Adam Malnati. Adam, what the heck did we just watch on Sunday? <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, I was going to do the obligatory uh, Miami Dolphins just scored again joke, and I decided not to, but then I think they just scored again, so I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> We watched embarrassment. We watched grown men, uh, professional athletes, roll over and die. Literally, there's a meme out there of six Denver Broncos dead on the field, essentially, while Raheem Mostert or whatever, a chain, a Kane, whatever his name is, scampers into, I think it's Mostert at the time, scampering into the end zone. That's What we watched was an embarrassment. And the, the donkeys, as they will forever be known until something changes uh, are uh, I might have to wear a paper bag over my, over my face when they go play the bears next Sunday. And somehow they're favored. And I, I this, they didn't do anything on Sunday. They shot themselves in the foot. They didn't cover Tyreek Hill. Keep in mind, the dolphins didn't even have Jalen Waddle. And they still couldn't cover Tyreek Hill. They didn't get any pressure. They can't tackle. We've talked about the tackling issues the last two weeks. They had 24 missed tackles on Sunday. Flipping insane. 
Like, I don't think you could have 24 missed tackles in a flag football game. But the Broncos somehow did it in a professional tackle football game. They committed penalties that took touchdowns off the board offensively. Cortland Sutton fumbled twice. I I mean, I just I, – I, I asked the question on Tuesday in a quotes piece quoting Sean Payton, and it was – I think the longest news conference that he's had on a Monday after a game, the first three weeks, it was 11 minutes. I asked the question, now what? So I'll ask it to you, now what? I think the worst part of all of this is that there really feels like there's not an answer to that question. I'm going to go back in time a little bit to try and find an answer to that question. I tweeted this out, and and, uh, there was a joke made, but – you definitely have to remember because we recorded a podcast after this game, but the last time Vance Joseph was with the Denver Broncos in Miami, we called for him to not be allowed back on the team plane. And you were in Miami for that game. And it was like deja vu all over again in the sense that we watched that team give up all those many years ago, 2017, if if I recall correctly. And now here we are. (laughs) Now and now here we are with another team that gave up. And and here's here's my real problem with it. It really feels like if you look at what the offense is doing, and I'm not saying it's perfect. They only put up 20 points, and they had a couple of touchdowns brought back because of penalties. That sucks. They had a couple of drives killed by your Cortland Sutton fumbles, as you mentioned uh, a minute ago. The offense seems to be on the cusp of of finding it, whatever it is. And the defense is non-existent. And to me the the like the what now question is it's it's so frustrating because it's so early in the season. We're talking about week 3 in the NFL season and you got Pat Sertan's dad tweeting about how his son doesn't deserve this. I'm I'm sorry Mr. Sertan but deserves got nothing to do with it. And quite frankly, your son was on the field for that beat down as well. What do you mean he doesn't deserve it? What did he do to, to not help? Or what did he do to cover Tyreek Hill? What was his contribution? And I'm, and, and, yeah. and you know that we on this show absolutely love Pastor Tan and what he does for the Denver Broncos as far as his abilities. But what did he do? on that and that particular situation. And so when you ask the question, what now I I think eventually what it boils down to is house cleaning. And I don't know how deep the house cleaning is. I think it has to start with the accountability on defense. Someone has to be held accountable for that mess. And I know that firing Vance Joseph right now is, is more symbolic than anything else, because what are your options? When you look around the league and you look in, you know, in-house and all of those things, what are your options? And what does that say to your defense? But what is the difference between the this defense from this year and the Denver Broncos defense last year that kept them in games when they were only scoring 14, 15, 16 points? What is the difference? And I and and I I don't necessarily want to lean on this particular game, right? Losing to the Dolphins, in my opinion, was an inevitability. 
We picked them to lose. Most of the Big. world, most of the world picked them to lose. Right? You knew they were going to lose. Big. And we picked them to lose big. I had 45. Not 70-20. Yeah, but not 70-20. So it's an anomaly, right? It's a it's something that stands out. It's an outlier. But it's an outlier in that it shines a very bright light on the biggest issue that faces this team. And that is the defense has is looks nothing like it did last year. And the truth is Vance Joseph does not run the same defense that the Broncos ran last year. It's a different scheme. So the players aren't any different, but the scheme is. But what do you what do you get from firing Vance Joseph now? I I don't know. And I, and I think the what now question really leads anything. us to yeah, the what now question leads us to almost a a, a shrug of the shoulders and a, I don't know. I I don't know that there's anything you can do because there's nothing in the world of football that makes me think that the Denver Broncos are going to be able to turn this around. And so again, they are the donkeys. They are going to donkey their way to probably the second pick in the draft and screw up and not get Caleb Williams because that's another donkey thing to do. And, and we're just going to stay in the same vicious cycle. I don't, I don't even know that I believe in Sean Payton at this point. I, 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 and I don't know how you can, the offense looks a little bit better. So, you know, like we said before the season started, whatever Sean Payton wants to do fine, but I'm not getting excited until they start winning games. Guess what they haven't done three weeks into the season. And quite frankly, if they win in their next game, which happens to be against the other worst team in the NFL, the Chicago bears, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to find any excitement in that. And somehow they're favored in this game because the Broncos never play well in 11 o'clock mountain standard time games. And that's what this game is on Sunday in Chicago. I, I just, there's really nothing to grab a hold to. There's nothing to get excited about. And I'm beyond the platitudes. I'm beyond the cliches. One of the things that Sean Payton said on Monday is that we're going to work our butt off. Okay. Stop saying it and do it and do it. We've heard this for seven years. We're beyond saying it. It's time to back it up. And this team, this franchise has not backed it up since Peyton Manning retired. It's the same old, same old. It is. It's the same old, so it's, you know, SSDD, same stuff, different day. And it becomes, why, why should anyone care? Like, it's not fun. This is supposed to be entertainment. I, I get that the players and the owners and the front office, the scouts, all of that, it's their job. But for fans, it's a form of entertainment. And this has not been entertaining. It's not been fun. It hasn't been anything in seven years. And it doesn't look like it's going to change. What was that? I saw a tweet. Somebody probably shared it in Slack. That's probably where I saw it. The Broncos at this point last year were two and one. 
with uh I think I think 16.1 uh points per game scored. This year they're 0 and 3 with uh almost 25 points a game scored. It's, it's like we've been begging for offense, we finally kind of got it and we're and and we're worse. And we're worse. The donkeys are worse than they were last year under Nathaniel Hackett when the fans had to count down the play clock. The play clock. That's that is where the Denver Donkeys are. They are worse than they were under Nathaniel Hackett when the fans had to count down the play clock. You can't see my. That's because they have Nathaniel Hackett on defense. Ooh, I like that. I like that comparison. I like. I do. I do. And then Nathaniel Hackett's going to get to come into Denver with the Jets and carve up this horrible defense. You think you think he's well, licking well, his lips and licking his chops a little bit on that? Nathaniel Hackett said they were caught off guard, or so I can't remember what he said, but basically it was too. It was basically in line with they were caught off guard by how good Micah Parsons was. So look at what the Broncos' defense did on Sunday. How many times did Tyreek Hill? bust open wide open like, like he was just wide open like there was no one covering him it's like they're playing zone and they're just like oh well that's not my responsibility but not but not that zone i'm not playing that zone that zone somebody else's zone so it's kind of like the same thing like were they caught off guard by how fast tyreek hill is because if you were you're an idiot I do think the the most frustrating thing about it is we we knew something like this was possible, but not to this extreme. I, again, I, I mean, I the score I predicted forty five to twenty four is sixty nine total points. That doesn't even add up to what the Dolphins put up on their own. And the Broncos scored twenty points, and and really could have had twenty eight or thirty five points if things had gone their way, and. Marvin Mims looks like a stud, wasted, you know, like Russell Wilson looks like he's not back, but he's at least somewhat returning to form wasted. It's all wasted because by the time they get that figured out, you got to move on. It, it, it's, it's a, a, a sad state of affairs for the donkeys. And I, I wanted to believe in Sean Payton. I wanted to be excited about this team and I have not been given a reason to do either of those things. And so here we are just looking at the incredible fact that even after that performance, I'm probably going to put a bet together with the Broncos, not just winning, but covering the spread. And I think I'm going to take the over. How about that? I mean, because why the heck not in a game where I honestly don't have any clue as to whether or not they could win or lose. I think they're going to lose. I I think they're honestly going to lose this game. I don't know how anyone has confidence that the Broncos are going to go on the road and beat the bears. And I get it. That, that bears offense is garbage, but so is the Broncos defense. I just have no faith in this team, Adam, and I. We'll see what happens, which means they'll probably win it. But I just, I don't see it happening. 
Well, I, I mean, I, I'm going to be at the game. Uh, I uh, just got my tickets the other day. Um, we're, we're going down. We're not we're not doing the tailgate. I think we're gonna we're gonna do because it'll be me and my son uh, and a buddy of mine who is actually uh, the head coach of my son's baseball team that I help coach and his older son. So not his son. That's my son's age. So that'll be an interesting dynamic. Like I, they'll, they'll hang out by themselves and then we're not even going to sit together. And so we'll, we'll just do a bar. We're going to go find a bar, maybe have a, have a few pops before the game and then head on in and I'll, I'll try and enjoy it. You know, take the binoculars. It'll be, you know, up in the 300 level, but uh, I, I don't, I, I don't even know that. Is it possible for people to go into Sunday, any Sunday moving forward, with any excitement. I think that's really an interesting point. Cause you did bring up the fact that we're just tired of it. Like it's, we've just arrived at a place where for seven years, there's been nothing to get excited about. I imagine many of the people that would normally tune in are going to find other things to do on Sunday. Uh, you know, Sunday at 11, I could be, you know, I don't know what the weather's going to be like in Colorado. I know that, you know, where I'm going to be, it's going to be nice, but I'm also going to be at the game. I if if the, if the weather's nice and there's something else to do, I'd probably go do that. I probably wouldn't sit around and watch the Broncos game. I'd go for a hike if I could, but I have to do a story after the game. So I have to watch it. Right, you're locked in. Definitely locked into that. So All right. Well, I guess we we might as well do our normal our normal routine here. We, we talk about keys to the game and, and we have talked about some of the things that they can do. And quite frankly, I think the way the Broncos win this, I'll just jump in with mine is they got to score 50 points. They got to drop a 50 burger. Uh, and, and for more than just the opportunity to win the game, I, I think the Broncos have to score 50 points to bring the fans back. They have to do something to create some excitement. And I don't know that even doing something like that, a huge blowout of an awful Bears team would be enough. But maybe if the Donkeys can figure out a way to put up a 50-burger, they'll get the win, and then they'll also infuse a little bit of an excitement into the game. For me, it's at least pretend to care on defense. I, I, I still can't get over that. We watched an NFL offense score 70 points. It's the first time since 1966 an NFL team has scored 70 points. And they could have set the NFL record, but Mike McDaniel didn't want to kick a field goal. And there's a whole debate on whether or not he ran up the score. And I I said, if you think that, what is he supposed to do? Kneel the entire fourth quarter? But that that's looking back. They have to at least pretend to care. And if this defense can't stop Justin Fields, like you might as well just pull someone off the street to be the defensive coordinator. Oh, I'll bet there, I'll bet there's some people that that live in the Chicagoland area that might jump in and want to do that job. Um, although I don't think any of them could do it as as poorly as Vance Joseph, because my reasoning is they would want to do it do a bad job, and they'd probably still do a better job than Vance Joseph. So they'd probably turn it down and be like, no, 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 just let him do it. He's doing a great job of sucking. So there's that. Um, you got a player to watch on. Let's go. Let's go offense first. You got a player to watch on offense. Marvin or Marvin Mims. Yeah. Like he, you mentioned it. He was, he was the sole thing to be excited about from the Broncos on Sunday. He was my player a, to watch. Yeah. He was my player to watch. 
as a returner, as a receiver. He has a bright future with the Broncos. The Broncos don't have a bright future. He does. So he's my player to watch on offense. I can appreciate that. I kind of like that. You know what? I'm going to go with Javante Williams. Um, He's still trying to come back to form. You can tell that he's not. And and with knee injuries like that, it's when we talk about hundred percent. I think the the last five to ten percent is all mental anyway. Physically, he probably is a hundred percent, but you can tell there's a, there's a mental thing there, and you don't see the angry runs. Remember how excited we were to watch him run angry? We're not really seeing that. I'm hoping that he can can get some good carries and and at least look like he's he's there because I otherwise you, he's starting to fall off into that. Uh, you know, Royce Freeman sort of category where you get excited about a guy who gets drafted and then they kind of, they have a couple of uh, nice things that happen, but then they just can't string it together. And I hope that's not what's happening to him and injuries are, are, you know, that's, that's the worst thing that can happen to you. So, uh, you know, I hope he can find it there. Defense. You got somebody? No, I don't really, I don't want to watch the defense. <laughs> I don't like it. Don't make me. <laughs> I, 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 You're just anybody close your on eyes. the edge, contain the edge on yeah. Justin Fields. Like yeah. instead of instead of a player to watch, key to the game defensively, keep him in the pocket. Because if he gets out and scrambles, he could beat this defense. Honestly, I, I think that's the the perfect way to look at it. I am going to give a player to watch because I I called him out a little bit because of what his daddy tweeted out for him, but. I'm going to go with Pat Sertan because I, I have enjoyed watching Pat Sertan ever since he became a Denver Bronco. PS2 is uh, is is a delight when it comes to his talent level. And I suppose as frustrating as it was for him to be on a defense that gave up all those points and the fact that we called him out because his his you know his father made a point to say that he didn't deserve this, well, all right, well, if you didn't deserve it, then go do something in this game that shows us what you do deserve. Give give us an indication of of what you are worth. Because to my mind, the best thing they can do with him if this is what they're going to put out on the field is trade high. You've got one of the best cornerbacks in the league today, top two or three, probably top two in my opinion. Trade him. Go have a day. Go get a nice interception, maybe a pick six, do some get get some pass breakups. I want to watch Pat Sertan own whoever it is that he covers, and then trade him for a, a what? A, maybe you get a second round out of him. Something, and and who knows who's willing to trade with the Denver Broncos right now? Probably not very many people. But for Pat Sertan, how many picks could you get for him? If he plays well against the Bears, you know, sell high. Right, I think I think that's that's why he's my player to watch. Uh, you got a bold prediction? We didn't. I don't think we did a bold prediction last time, but let's do one. You got a bold prediction? I'll add one thing Go you ahead. could do is package Justin Simmons with Pat Sertan. Yeah, get rid of that. Him. Could that that could up what you get and make it more beneficial to whoever picks him up? And I throw out Cortland Sutton too. Sure, as a potential trade. I I don't think there's anybody who. You wouldn't trade at this point. Name a player, I would trade him. Anyone who has value. If you could get a pick for him, you trade him. Yep. 
bold prediction. I, I think the Broncos lose. That that's bold. That's a that is a bold prediction. I don't know. I I mean, I'm gonna call it a bold prediction. Um, I, I'm gonna say yes. I'll allow it. I I, just, I did. I got a yep. I'm getting a ruling from the judges there, and they're awarding a point. Wow, look at that. That was nice of the judges. Uh, I, I do have a bold prediction. I, I think we see another Marvin Mims uh, return for a touchdown, whether it's a punt or a kick return. I think he does something electric. Um, he was your player to watch this week. He was my player to watch last week, and he did some big stuff. I was really excited. Um, and so, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Marvin Mims gets a return touchdown two weeks in a row. That's pretty exciting. It doesn't happen often. I, that's my bold prediction. Um, you got a score prediction? I'll actually throw another one out. Oh, I love it. I think, they, I think the Broncos defense gets a sack. Ooh, I don't know. I don't, nope, I don't think so. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm getting a ruling from the judges again. They just took your point away. That was, wow, that didn't take long at all. <laughs> judges are harsh. Um, all yeah, right, score, are. score. You got a score prediction? 24-17 Bears. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Uh, I'm going to go slightly different. I am, I'm, I can't believe I'm going to do this. I'm going to pick the donkeys. Um, and I'm going to say 33 to 32. I like that. 33 to 32 on a last second field goal. Why not? Cause, cause who, who knows, but probably not. I just really don't want to, I, I do I wear, do I wear any Bronco gear to the game? I don't think I do. I think I show up in just like a brown shirt. <laughs> That's the only thing I can do. Oh, all right. Uh, let's get a whip around the league. Let's let's look at the NFL schedule. Let's take a look at the AFC West. Let's let's go ahead and get into it here so that we can, you know, talk about games where there's actual football that's going to get played. That's that's how that feels. I don't know if there's any football that's going to get played. And uh it it's interesting. We've got uh Let's see here. The the Chiefs play the Jets and the Raiders and Chargers. So there's your AFC West right there. Uh, let's start Raiders and Chargers. What do you think is going to happen in that one? Chargers going to Charger. Raiders going to Raider. I, I I think the Chargers are going to win. The Raiders are just bad. They are bad. They're 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 Josh McDaniels bad. I, I agree. I mean, I was I was uh, listening to Rich Eisen's uh, earlier today. He was talking about Devontae Adams. And, and what's going on with, with all of that. I don't understand how Josh McDaniels as a head coach goes into a place and pisses off all of the best players on the team, essentially. And then that's okay. Somehow it's, I mean, that's exactly what he did in Denver. And, uh, it's what he's doing now in, in Las Vegas with the Raiders. And, And I think you're right. I think, I don't care what uh, Brandon Staley does. I don't think he can lose this game. So I I, I think the charge because Brandon Staley is the definition of Chargers going to Charger. I do think that if if Chargers going to Charger was a person, it's Brandon Staley. Like that, he is the 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 perfect depiction of that. And it's actually one of the weeks win. though that he'll be the best coach on the field. <laughs> one of the few. One of the few. That and when the other thing that is so I, the thing that blows me away about Josh McDaniels is he kicks a field goal down by eight. Like I'm not great at math, but I'm not that bad. Right. 
close, but not not that that no. Yeah, he's he's pretty awful. And then do we even need to talk about how the Chiefs are going to beat the Jets? Like we know that's going to happen. Yeah. Do we just move on? I, I mean, I, I think the thing to talk about though is are they really going to be that good? Because when they played a decent team at home, they lost. The Bears are not a good football team. Jacksonville is not a good football team. The Jets are not a good football team. I get they were talking about, ooh, this defense, blah, 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 blah. Eh, is it? They don't have any playmakers aside from Travis Kelsey. I'm not sold on the Chiefs yet. I don't think they're one of the best teams in the AFC. I think that's a fair assessment. I, I do think you you have to, like, for my money, I still put them up there in the top three. Uh, I I know that the it, this is going to feel like, uh, you know, recency bias, but watching what the Dolphins have done this season, I, I do think they're probably the best team in the AFC right now. And maybe they haven't played anybody either, but they just look like they could run up the score at any moment against any team. So... Uh, I think it's fair Although, to question the Chiefs. I, I absolutely think that's fair. And there are teams in the AFC that are going to give them problems, the Dolphins being one of them. That leads into what I feel could be the game of the week, Dolphins-Bills. Yep. We're going to get a real good idea of how good this Dolphins team is going against the Buffalo Bills. Now, I don't think the Bills' defense is going to be able to stop that Dolphins' offense, especially if Jalen Waddle plays. The key is whether Vic Fangio on that Dolphins' defense can stop Josh Allen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.